0: Welcome to another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. I'm Ann Baldwin, and I have the pleasure of being joined once again uh, with Jim Beloga, who is the president and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute. And we're going to share with you uh, a really cool story on this podcast. There's nothing like hearing stories of success, uh, students who've been very successful that have graduated from Porter and Chester, and today we have the pleasure of having Donovan, on with us, and Donovan recently had the opportunity when he stopped into one of the campuses to meet Jim Belogas. So, Donovan, welcome to the program and talk to us a little bit about your experience uh, that you had when you got to meet Jim. Uh, it was just by coincidence, but I guess you two really hit it off.
1: I guess I hardly know because I was surprised when I met him that day.
0: So, why were you there and what did you guys talk about?
1: Well, I was there uh, to get my resumes going, so I'll get ready to graduate in July. And uh, Jim popped in, and I got to meet
0: him. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Where'd you come from? You know, what's, what's been going on?
1: Well, I, I was born in New Britain, and I moved. I bought a house in Berlin, and I uh, worked at various machines. I started machining when I was young, about 21 years old. And I've been in and out of a few machining jobs, but I also did plumbing. I worked for a few uh, contractors that I went to school with that started their own business. And then I wound up starting working in Wallingford and got hurt on a job um,
0: with my back. I don't mean to get personal, but how old are you? I'm 54. 54. And I know you and I talked, like, before the show. You have how many kids? Six kids. Okay, so why Porter and Chester?
1: I, I enrolled in Porter and Chester coming out of high school, and then I wind up uh, getting another job and not attending school. So I always wanted to come to Porter and Chester. And when I got hurt, I thought about, you know, since they was going to give me some uh, government money to go to school somewhere, I thought of Porter and Chester right away because I always wanted to go to Porter and Chester.
0: So you went to the the one in Rocky Hill, right? Yes. So you know what, for people who maybe not haven't been to that campus, can you describe what it looks like when you walk in? What kind of hands-on training do you get?
1: Oh, uh, you get straight hands-on training from your teachers. Um, anything you need to ask them, they're right there for you. You have well, in my case, I'm in CAD, so you have your computer right there in front of you, and your teacher is in the classroom with you, so you're getting like great help and uh, hands-on help right there
2: yeah that, that's uh that's awesome donovan so uh you know in our conversation and uh Donovan and I were talking and one of the things that uh really impressed me about donovan was that you know his his prior work experience and um you know he's 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 been successful you know raising a family and and uh, here he is you know in midlife and he's continuing to wanting to improve himself and uh it's phenomenal and uh and we and one thing led to another in our conversation and what I was really excited to hear about was uh, Donovan saying uh, to me that uh, when we had to take the school online as a result of the uh, uh, COVID-19 pandemic, um, Donovan said, you know, I really, I really enjoyed the online experience. So, um, so Donovan, I don't know if maybe you can share a few, uh, you know, a few things that, you know, you took away. I, I, I know you had shared with me that it wasn't initially easy, but but you found it to be really uh, quite helpful.
0: Well, you've seen so many stories on network news, right? Okay, and Donovan, first of all, hats off to you for taking care of those six kids, right? But here you are at home, and because of the program had to change, you ha- now have to do like online learning, right? right. And you right. did it. So to Jim's point, how'd it go? I
1: wasn't, you know, like born into computers like, you know, the kids are these days. And I had to get going with the computer before I learned my trade. So I was just getting the computer fairly well while I was in class. And then when we started the online system, I really had to get deeper into it and focus and learn it because, um, you know, it, it wasn't in my background. I was a hands-on guy, but I was never, you know, computer literate like I am now, the way Porter and Chester taught me.
2: No, I think that's that's awesome. I mean, yeah. you know, it's great. Um again, I I think what what I really enjoyed my conversation with you Donovan last week was um just how open-minded you were to taking on a challenge um given that you really didn't have any, you know, real experience uh in it and um I thought that was really um, you know, quite, you know, quite unique and and I mean, in in terms of, you know, moving online. I mean, what what did you I mean, what did you really like about it that um, you know made a difference? I think in 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 your educational training.
1: Well, it made me more aware and faster from how computers work, and I had to really dig deep and, and and find a way while I was at home doing it online instead of having you know every you know answer you know question answered while I was in the classroom. I can answer it on, I mean, I can get it answered online, but I really had to dig deep and um, find my way through the computer.
0: So, Donovan, I met some folks from Electric Boat. They were talking about how computer-aided drafting and design is like the future, right? And, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm working with a client right now who's working um, on a community in Saudi Arabia that that's what it's all about. They said cars are going to be, you know, from CAD. Everything's going to be from CAD. That's the future.
2: Donovan, what did you find um, to be uh, maybe... Easier um, or or more difficult in in the online environment, um, and you know I think one of the things that you know I often hear from students uh, that I meet uh, you know when I'm when I'm walking or touring our campuses is that um, you know they have sort of suggested that they need to have a quiet place they need to be you know highly organized um, you know how did you go about trying to get yourself set up um, for success. Uh, in 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 this new world that we live in, in, in the online uh, education.
1: Well, I make sure I had definitely had a quiet place in all my room, and I shut the door and I set up my uh, monitor and, and my laptop, and um, I just make sure my internet connection is strong. And you know, sometimes you have a problem with that, but you got to you know fight through that and just try to focus and make sure everything is you know together. And right online.
0: Right, and you know, Jim, I got to give you guys credit because you really transitioned quickly to the whole online component because it was a safety issue with COVID, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: Um, but that doesn't take the place of the hands-on training, right? So it doesn't mean, okay, you're going to like learn off your laptop and that's it. So explain how you made that transition, like really like everyone else did in a heartbeat.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I think I think things really started to come to a head for you know, most educational institutions the week of March 9th. And um, we were having conversations that whole week, um, uh, all of, you know, the campus leaders, and um, and we were obviously taking in all the information that was being uh, made available to us, you know, at the federal, state, and local government levels. And um, uh, we, we decided uh, uh, over the weekend to uh, bring all the students back to campus um, on Monday. Uh, what date? Uh, that was uh, March 16th on Mm -hmm. Monday March 16th and then and then we got everybody prepared and then um, you know uh, we obviously made contingency plans if we couldn't get to every student or for some reason a student couldn't make it in to school that day Um, and then on March 17th we took the the school completely online so um, you know Donovan would have moved you know online on the 17th and and again, what happened as a result of, of going online is that, um, uh, you know, to the extent that we could um, get all of their education, their lecture education done online, we did that. And for some, uh, in some programs we were able to uh, 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 sort of front load, if you will, the lab work or the experiential hands-on training that students had uh, sort of feeling the, the trend being that we were going to probably have to close the schools. And, um, you know, and, in, in, in some of the programs, um, you know, we worked with the students to, to get them whatever tools or resources they needed. And, um, and, and, and again, considered, uh, you know, things like simulation and, and in Donovan's program, computer-aided drafting and design, um, there's, there's a lot of computer and software work. So, um, some of that stuff you could do, um, right at, right at home online.
0: So Donovan, let me ask you this. Did, did they skip a beat?
1: no everything was on you know on point when i got home i mean i was kind of scared of logging in to zoom and various other sites just to get in online but after i you know went through it with my teacher mr Carr, you know he directed me through it real nice and i i got the hang of it and i didn't have a problem since
2: it's awesome to hear it's uh you know again i think we're you know still trying to have that uh that human connection and we're, we're we're having to do it digitally, and 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 again, I think that's uh, you know the the interesting thing and the unique thing about online education is that it's it's um, it is kind of sort of the same, but kind of sort of different. And um, you know, there are you know there is a human on either ends, and 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 again, I think if people just recognize that and and take the advice of Donovan in that um, getting yourself organized, getting yourself in a quiet room, and uh, having an open mind to to recognize that you're gonna have to you know power through some of this stuff it's not going to be uh, like just showing up physically in a classroom yeah you, know, you are going to show up effectively in a classroom it's just going to be an electronic or digital classroom All right
0: so let's cut to the chase donovan what does your future look like what's your plan
1: well my plan is to find a, a good job through keg you know i talked to various um, employers when they had the uh job fair at the school and they liked it they liked it i do plumbing. And a couple other places like that I knew machining already. So they told me as soon as I uh, graduate or a couple weeks before I graduate, make sure I check in with them and let them know I'm on my way out and make sure they got my uh, resume updated because I handed them my resume during the job fair, But they told me to make sure I go there and make sure, you know, update everything's correct and um, sign up and see if I can...
0: Get that job. Not only does Porter and Chester like see the, through the process, right? Mm-hmm. But they have these career fairs, major employers are there. Mm-hmm. And to Donovan's credit, he said, I showed up with my resume. And these people just want, and I've heard of, from these employers that they really appreciate the graduates of Porter and Chester because they've got the. It's not just about an education, it's about showing up. It's about. Mm-hmm. You know how you dress, bring in that resume I mean it's more than that
2: yeah no absolutely i think I think the the thing that you know i'm I'm most proud of is that um you know I think it's it's not only the the technical skills but it's also the professional skills right. and you know I think donovan's uh you know exemplifies our mission statement where we talk about committed students, and he certainly showed that commitment and um you know and I think the other the other um very smart thing that we encourage everybody to do is. You know, even though you may not be ready to graduate yet, um, uh, is you know when we do have career fairs on campuses, is to go out with your current resume, right. you know, updated to the you know to the current date, and even though it's not complete, uh, and make those contacts and build start building those relationships. And again, I think that it sounds to me like Donovan did that, and that's gonna that's gonna pay off for him in the in the long run.
0: So let me ask you one more question. So not everybody is like college ready, right? So what's your advice for people who, you know, just want to make a living, maybe be considered essential employees down the road? I mean, what do you say to people? Because, you know, sometimes when you have a trade, people don't always respect that.
1: Uh, That's how they are about colleges. They want you to do four years and get a degree and then get a master's and stuff like that. But for some people that are just focused, that like to do one thing. It'd be good to go to a protest and get you a trade. And just, you know, there's tests out there that you can upgrade your education and get a better job, get a better paying job if you want, if you want, if you have that desire.
0: Donovan, I never say good luck to people like you. I say continued success. And you've got what it takes. You can just tell. And, you know, it's not easy to come on a podcast and talk about things and... And we really appreciate that, right, Jim? I mean, you were so impressed when you met him. Yeah, this guy's our guy.
2: Yeah, no, I I, again, I want to thank Donovan for coming on, and um, you know, I was, you know, I I consider myself fortunate uh, to have been walking through our Rocky Hill campus on Friday, and uh, Donovan was in there, like he said, working with Parker uh, in terms of getting his resume updated, and uh, it's it's uh, one thing led to another. You know, poked my head in, started talking, and um, I was really, you know, quite impressed, and uh, you know, he's got. He's got a great background, and and what I really enjoyed was just how he you know shared a, about you know the online and how he had an open mind and and he knew he could do it and he had confidence in himself and uh, you know the the other thing is is that he's you know had had some prior work experience you know fair amount right and um you know and I I really appreciate it
0: CAD is where it's at that's the future of where we're headed right and you saw that I love it mm-hmm. I love your story. And me too. All right. Well, thank you so much. And will you do us a favor? We're going to have you back when you tell us uh, when you land that big job. Okay?
1: Yes,
2: definitely. We're uh, we're going to wrap it up right now. We are. And uh, Ann, I don't know if you have any other parting comments. No, I
0: I really want people to go to Edu and check out the website because there's so much great information about the programs there. Do it on your own time. And I think that's one of the blessings and the problem in that during COVID, People could do it a little more flexible than they could before, mm-hmm. and you still get the great education. So,
2: you know, we've tried to make uh, applying to school, you know, super easy. Yeah, and we've got uh, you know virtual interviews, virtual tours, yep. and uh, again, we're we're, we're allowing. Uh, we have students who are able to complete their application online, and, and obviously work through um, you know the FAFSA process, which is the the federal student aid for those who qualify. And um, again, we're trying to make it as uh, as easy as possible for students uh, during this uh, this pandemic. And uh, again, I, I uh, you know again, I want to thank Donovan for for you know being being on campus and and uh, sharing a story with us. So,
0: on behalf of myself, Ann Baldwin, and Jim Beloger, president and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute, thank you for joining us.